0: Now, let's say on our site we have a bunch of articles here, and we want to be able to search by them, just by a simple keyword search. Now, this um, can get pretty messy if we try to just do SQL-like conditions and just string them all together and to try to search a lot of content like this. Because SQL isn't really designed for full-text searching. Instead, it's better to go with a, another solution, such as Sphinx, which is a full-text search engine. So that way, we can index all the content in all these articles and quickly search them without using SQL queries. Let me show you. Now, the first step, you'll have to install Sphinx. Uh, This is fairly platform-specific, so I won't get into the details here, but I'll post a couple links in the show notes. And you'll also need to be running either MySQL or Postgres because only those two databases are supported. If you're using SQLite, which is the default with Rails, and that won't work, you'll have to switch to one of the two. Now our Rails application will have to communicate with Sphinx in some way. And for that I'm going to use a plugin called Thinking Sphinx. So we'll just need to install the plugin at this URL. So let's install that on our blog application, script plugin, install, and just pass in that URL there. And now for the fun part, we need to define our index, and we can do that inside of our model, in this case the article model, and in here we just call define index and just pass it a block. And in here, for each field we want to index, we just call indexes and just pass it the name of the column or attribute we want to search by. In this case, I want to search by content. And this is just a column inside of our articles table, which is just the full content of the the article. Now, I also want to search by the article's name. So I want to say indexes name. Now, unfortunately, this doesn't work because there's a little case where name is a reserved word. So you actually need to pass that as a symbol and same goes for ID but as far as I know those are the only two cases where you need to pass symbols instead of just a normal method call like this and we can also get a little fancy here where we want to search by associated attributes so notice that an article has many comments and maybe I want to search by the comments content as well so I can do indexes uh, comments content So you just kind of chain together commands like this where you're going through the comments association and going to the content column of that comments. And if you're going like this, it's best to specify an as option so you can further define what you want this field to be called. So we'll just call it comment content. So this way we can have a way to refer to this field uh, very easily uh, if we need to. And we also want to index the author's author's name. Notice this article belongs to author. Now the author name is actually split up into first name and last name so we need to combine two columns as one index field basically. And we can do that by passing in an array and just calling author name and author.lastname. name. And again here we can use as author name just like that. And so we can refer to author name as the combination of these two columns. There we go, that looks good. So now our article index is defined. Next, we just need to set up our search. So here's our articles controller in the index action where we have our articles list and our search field. And here, instead of just returning all of the articles, we want to search them. And we could just call search, which is a method that Thinking Sphinx provides, and then just pass a string to it. So we'll just pass our search string, which is passed in. Uh, from the text field now we're not quite done yet we need to run a couple rake tasks first The first one is to generate an index so we can run rake thinking sphinx index and this will just find all of our articles in the database and index them using the uh... methods we defined inside of our article model and um... the next thing we need to do is just start our sphinx server assuming you've installed sphinx correctly you just need to call uh thinking sphinx start just like that and it just starts up okay so let's try this out uh, let's just input a query here i'll say piano and it found just those two articles with the word piano in it this one is in the title here and this one is in the content we can try searching by an author i found all articles by the author named steve we can also combine queries say search by Steve and piano, multiple words, it finds the author name Steve and the name piano of the article. So that's a really cool way you can just combine multiple words and just do full text searching like this, and it works very well and very powerful. Now, this search method here takes a number of different parameters. Uh, One is called include, just like a normal active record find. um, You can include, for example, the author association here, And this way, when we display the author name, we don't have to actually fetch the author from the database. It will just be included um, at the beginning. Now, if you have will paginate installed, then you can use the page and per page options, just like you can on the paginate method, uh, because pagination is automatically built into Thinking Sphinx if you have it installed. Pretty cool another option we have here is conditions and this will allow us to further limit um, for further filter the returned results uh, on top of whatever the user types in so uh, we pass a hash into here and we can uh, filter by a column or an index field so we can say maybe author name must be some value so let's say this that will allow us to filter the returned results based on uh, that field now instead of searching by author name we can search for let's say author id as some value however this will not work because um, we have not added author id as an indexed column so inside of our article model we can add article uh, author id into here now it's best to keep indexes as basically text values and integers, uh, floats, and in date, times, and stuff, we can uh, refer to them using the has method instead of indexes, so this way it knows that it's not a string. Um, we can say author ID here, and that way it will know to uh, reference that, and it actually doesn't need to be a symbol. I'm also going to add a uh, the created at time in here as well, so we can search by that, and I'll show you that in a bit. Now, whenever we change the index, we need to re-run the uh, thinking speaks index rake command so that it actually regenerates it and with the proper values. So now if we reload in our browser, searching by the author ID will now properly work. Now I also activated the uh, created at column, so let's try searching by that. Now, normally when you're working with dates and times, you want to search by a range of values, um, maybe from one week ago until now, how about, so let's say one week ago and make a range until time now. Now however, there is a problem with this, this will not work because it has a problem converting the time to a range in, in here. So here's a little trick, you can actually convert this to an integer, Now, we'll just turn it into a timestamp, which will allow the range to work when you're searching for times in a specific range. And now if we reload, it just finds that um, article within the past week. Now let's say we want to have more control over how these results are sorted. What we can do is just add a simple uh, sort option, actually order option, similar to find. And in here, just specify the name of the index field. So in this case, we'll say name, and let's try that out. reload here and we actually get no values and that's because it doesn't really know how to handle that sorting because we didn't activate sorting on that column and you can set that up inside of our model here again just set the name index as sortable set that to true so that way you'll be able to sort by the name of the article now of course you'll need to rebuild the index too but I won't show you that And now when we load that page again, it works. It now sorts those articles in alphabetical order. Now, if we leave the order option off, then it will actually just try to be smart on the sorting and try to sort the most relevant first based on how close it matches a query. But we have a lot of control over this, too. We can specify what's called field weights. And this will allow us to weight certain uh, fields. So we can say... um, We want our name field of our article to have a weight of 20, the default is 1. So this way, if something matches the name of the article, that article will be boosted up in the relevancy uh, more than something that matches the content of the article or just the comments, for example. So we can say our author name is maybe 5, maybe our content is 10, and so on. So we can kind of give values based on how relevant the search query is for those specific fields. Pretty cool. I want to finish up by showing you one last option here, and that is um, called match mode. And this allows you to change the mode of searching, and we can use here, for example, a Boolean search instead of the normal and search, which would, what it was doing before. Let me show you how that works. So here I have a simple piano search. And as I showed you before, I can just append Steve, and that will do a search for piano and Steve. I can also, with the Boolean search, put a minus sign before Steve, and that will subtract it. So uh, all searches that match piano but not Steve. And I can also do a pipe for an or, and that will find all articles that match piano or Steve. So um, some pretty cool options you have there for uh, Boolean matches is pretty cool. Now as you can see Sphinx is really awesome, but there is something you should be aware of and that is that the index does not refresh automatically whenever you update the article or the author name or the comments. So the index you need to refresh manually. So it's very common to set uh, this rake task up as to run uh, once every day or once every hour or something, however frequent your stuff changes. Now, if you have something that changes really frequently and you want to be able to search on it instantly, uh, you can look into something called delta indexing. And I don't have time to go into into it in this episode, but it's just something to search for and you can see how that works. This episode is sponsored in part by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv also sponsored by Notifixius. They're looking for an experienced web developer to fill a CTO position. For more information, please visit jobs-notifixius.tumblr.com.